The book uh, Models of Obesity from Ecology to Complexity in Science and Policy. It's my book uh, uh, that attempts to examine the different ways of thinking about obesity. Uh, the cover of the book uh, has got a picture by Christopher Eckersberg, which uh, uh, shows a waterfall on the island of Mon and two people, you know, holding a map, looking distraught. You know, the map um, is a rational object and something that should help to control nature, but seems not to control it. A third figure is also looking bemused, and so. You know, this to me was a, a, a an important starting point for the book because I was involved, um, as a number of others were, with uh, uh, policy in uh, with the UK government in developing this the Foresight Obesity Systems Map. This, uh, like Eckersberg's picture, uh, was a map, and the map didn't seem to be able to control obesity, although it gives us a much better description of what's going on. Obesity uh, can be seen as many different kinds of problem. Um, you know, it's a public health problem, it's a medical problem, it's an economic problem, a political one, a social, cultural, aesthetic, psychological uh, problem, a genetic problem, a problem in education. Um, it generates stigma and so there are problems in employment and opportunity. Um, it's a problem of lifestyle, of motherhood, of insecurity. So many different ways of thinking about obesity. It depends who you are and where you're positioned in society and also what your particular interests are. <laughs> I was involved in the uh, mid-2000s in thinking about models of obesity and started to structure um, the different kinds of models that exist. There are genetic models, nutrition transition models, uh, developmental programming models, obesogenic environment models, and biocultural models that would take us around to about 2007. After 2007, it starts to become more complex with social network models, such as those of Christakis and Fowler, uh, Fowler um, as well as systems models, political economic ones, multi-level ones, complex adaptive ones, and so on. That doesn't get us that far when we start to think about how these models might intersect and interact. It's always useful to think back to George E.P. Box, the statistician, um, who famously said all models are wrong, but some are useful. So how do we, we make sense of models? Well, in the book, um, the book takes on a number of different uh, different themes which are developed. First of all, the issue of models. What are the general principles of models and modeling? What are the criteria that are important in model making? That's often taken for granted, not thought about very much, but actually it's very important. Um, obesity is a very late modern phenomenon. It's something that's emerged in the last 40 or 50 years or so. So in relation to uh, social structure, it's an outcome of um, late modern society. <clears throat> it's also emerged in the context of increasing economic rationality in the world. Also with increased neoliberalism and the emergence of expert systems in much of uh, in in the regulation of much of uh, society in the world now, um, and finally, the, the the book also considers complexity as a thing that wraps a lot of these things together. The various chapters 
consider rationalities and models of obesity. Energy balance, genetics and obesogenic environments wrap together because underpinnings of energy balance are genetic and the predispositions to positive energy balance have to be expressed in obesogenic environments. Then I go on to think about governance through measurement. That is things like measurement of body mass index and in the UK, the National Child Measurement Programme that reports statistics back to government for um, subsequent regulation, incorporation into economic, economic models and so on. And inequalities forms another structure. structure. One thing that is a, a product of modern society is um, increasing inequalities in many places. Then I talk about food and eating, the patterns of, of, of consumption, our predispositions for liking energy-dense foods, high in fat, high in sugar, and so on. And then to the global transformations in food systems that provide those foods in a subsequent chapter in global transformations of diet. These global formations, these global structures, then need to be regulated in some way. And so obesity science and policy is the next next chapter when I think about how obesity science feeds into policy or doesn't feed into policy and how um, the regulation of obesity through policy um, involves many many different actors and not just uh, not just science so it's a uh, looking at how the uh, uh, evidence-based policy can and can't work for example the next chapter concerned itself, concerns itself with the complexification of obesity, how it became complex, how it became uh, systemic, how it became something that involved many, many factors and many, many actors. And then the final chapter tries to pull things together by examining complex systems, uh, expert systems, and how these uh, relate to each other. So the themes of the book are really threefold. The first is rationalities beyond the economic, neoliberalism in late modernity, that's the next theme, and the third theme are, considers expert systems and complexity. The rationalities beyond the economic, well, there are many different ways of thinking about rationality. Um, I was taken back to uh, Immanuel Kant and thinking about his uh, different forms of rationality, theoretical, practical rationalities, in his critique of pure reason. That actually, these days we think about everything as being underpinned by economic rationality, but it's not the only rationality that's out there. It dominates many aspects of our world, but maybe there are different ways in which we can think about it. Max Weber, in his Economy and Society, expanded on Kant's forms of reason and rationality and came up with formulations of rationality that I then use in this book to structure obesity models. Rationality is the quality or state of being reasonable based on facts of reason. It's a relative concept, construct. Um, it implies conformity of beliefs with reasons to believe, or of actions with reasons for action. And it has also different meanings in different disciplines, so different specialised meanings in economics, sociology, psychology, evolutionary biology, and political science. So there are many forms of rationality in the modern world. And so Weber helps to develop the kinds of rationalities we might use to think about different models of obesity. The second theme, 
neoliberalism and late modernity. Um, quite clearly, at an earlier stage in the late 2000s, I looked at uh, obesity and its rapid acceleration, particularly in the United States and the UK, um, under the regimes of Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan, with neoliberalism. Um, and um, with the expansion of market uh, market liberalism across the world, obesity rates accelerated. <laughs> we live in a state of late modernity. Early modernity, I've talked about, the late 18th century and 19th century, the worlds of Immanuel Kant and of, uh, of Max Weber. The modern world as we see it now, the late modernity, is something that incorporates modern visions of the world, but also how things are interconnected. Global financialization, computing, um, the integration and interaction of so many different systems. Um, it was also in the mid-1980s that the world saw global financial integration on a scale it had never seen before, something that presumably underpins um, the acceleration in obesity rates indirectly um, through increasing gross domestic product, also um, through other aspects of globalization. So um, this is something that, that forms an important theme in the book, that is, as economic um, development has happened, obesity rates have increased, but they've increased as levels of economic inequality have also increased in, 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 uh, in uh, some of the more prosperous countries with uh, neoliberalism. But also um, with globalization there's an independent effect because there's a cultural mismatch between the changing world and traditional beliefs and so this itself contributes to, to obesity rates. So that's neoliberalism and late modernity. Then finally, you know, what kind of late modern world do we live in? I focus on, as a third theme, expert systems and complexity. What is an expert system? Well, an expert system is something that um, assists humans, experts, when integrating decisions and replaces human expert decision making when it's not available. So we program computers to make decisions about real-life situations um, to be able to structure how things operate in society. We're surrounded by expert systems, for example, the agriculture system, the food system, the medical system, weather forecasting, waste management, public transport, private transport, traffic management, food safety, all of these distribution planning in every single sphere involves complex systems. So you have systems of, 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 of things and ways of operating them that make sure that things run in a smooth and orderly fashion. They make things run in a way that we don't even need to notice um, that uh, these things are going on. So one of the arguments in the book is that while these things increase our efficiencies and improve ways in which life can happen, one inadvertent outcome of um, living with expert systems is, is obesity. One expert system, I've said, is the global food system. Global food uh, production per capita has increased um, quite, quite markedly, um, especially accelerating in the 1970s and 1980s. But the systems are regulated by food corporations, and food corporations operate like ecologies. Uh, they really no one player controls them, 
and it's difficult for governments to, to regulate them and corporations really don't want to change. So keeping things stable is a good thing. But in the calculus of the expert system that produces um, the, 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 the smooth running of, of food supply largely most of the time, um, hasn't factored in the possibility of increasing body size and increasing body weight and and obesity so obesity emerges as something that is a is a byproduct of these emerging systems so rationalities in structuring the kinds of models um, that uh, uh, we, we, we use to understand obesity. And these rationalities vary according to whether it's a government that's involved, corporations are involved, science, non-governmental organizations, or people in everyday life. Um, the different ways of thinking about obesity are structured according to different rationalities. So it's no wonder that corporations and governments don't necessarily get on non-governmental organizations and science don't necessarily get on they're operating by different kinds of, of rationalities so you know in some obesity in this book is seen as much a byproduct of neoliberalism and the systems that that are created the workings of complex and expert systems as by positive energy balance and to focus simply on energy balance um, really is a, a misplaced endeavor when there are much larger structural issues that should be considered so those are the uh, sort of overarching themes of the book thank you